You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and down in Texas, it's Graham Trainer. Hey, Trainer. Yes, sir. We have Game 7 in the East, Eastern Conference oh, semifinals. be like a, a knock-knock joke or something. Hey trainer, knock knock. Uh, yes, we do. I'll I'll show you a semifinal. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't steal your opening, did I? Would you? What? Let, let's go, let's go back. Oh, I have nothing. No, no more gimmicks. Oh, we're just keeping we're it. Quick, we're keeping it quick, pro quick. here. We do, yeah, we do. The, yeah, we, we do, do have a pack. We do have a pack show. Week, last week we skipped the huddle. I got I got double huddle here, so I got two two uh, patties per per burger on all the segments. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I. With Harm, I got good reviews with uh, our NBA insider, Adam Harm. People were stoked to hear hear the depth of knowledge that he had. So we're going to have to have him back on when, uh, what's oh, it, late May? When did the final start? June the 1st? June, what are we at? We're in mid-May. June, yeah, June, June 1st sounds about right. No, Harm was great. I'm just saying uh, I have all this ammunition from last week. I just kept it, you know, stored it away in my in my kit. Oh yeah, week. I'll have to look back at what I wrote down. Maybe people I can... get tired of the same old stuff. So the huddle it needed a it needed a break. It, it was did. a good break. It yeah. did. All right, so let's jump into the NBA playoffs since we're here. The Celtics just defeated the 76ers on the road. Game seven is to be played in Boston. What did we see from Boston that was different tonight when playing the Celtics? I I missed a lot of the game. I could pull up the box score, but it feels like the Celtics have the problem of who's the guy. Who's the guy indeed? Yes, I did want to start off with horse racing. No, I didn't. Just kidding. Um, Jackie <laughs> Derby. That, Looks like that's Mark, in Marcus my, That's in my huddle. Don't worry about it. No, you're good. Marcus Smart had uh, had a hell of a game, 40, 42 full minutes. Um, looks like he had a pretty efficient game in terms of shooting, 8 for 15. So it looks like he was kind of – he's the X factor always with the Celtics. I feel like if he doesn't heave his crap shots yeah. and gets either – makes good look shots that he's used to making and doesn't, you know, try to throw up these contested, you got people all over you, hero shots that Tatum or um, Brown should be shooting or taking, then, you know, I feel like the team plays more evenly. Looks like he was actually the leading scorer. Uh, Robert Williams had a good game on offense. Um, and Joel was not contained, but – Hard, yeah, Harden had a oh Harden had a Harden game, uh, yeah, uh, a, a Harden game when he and Embiid played together, and uh, yeah, four for sixteen. So, and I saw him, yeah, we saw him at the end, not wanting to get off the floor because he was he was uh, a little tired, but he was I feel like he was pretending to bitch about a call, but he was just couldn't get his butt up off the court. He was like, I'm way, I'm way too tired to stand up. Embiid yeah. played forty minutes. If you look over at the uh, Celtics roster, Williams, the center for the Celtics. Only played 27 minutes. He did have 10 points and nine rebounds in that stretch. It looked like mm-hmm. the Celtics only rotated seven, which is kind of what you see in the NBA playoffs. The Brogdon, 30 points, oh, yeah, 30 minutes, 16 yeah. points. I think we have figured out how the Celtics won this game. They went a little smaller and maybe ran around and beat a little bit. Yeah, smart. Um, having an efficient game, smart game. Oh, oh pun intended on accident. Uh, Brogdon, sixth man of the year having a hell of a game off the bench and obviously nobody on um, Philly's bench could even surpass him collectively in points. That's Brogdon. So bad bench, 
bad bench for the Sixers. And that's going to be an exciting, ex- exciting game seven. They've gone back and forth, some of, some of which have been blowouts, but it's been a pretty competitive series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an angry, too angry. Uh, I realize the Eastern Conference, all four franchises are some of the, they're the four. I know three of them are my least favorite fan bases, Boston, New York, and Philly. Miami's up there. <laughs> yeah. um, I hate Miami, all these. <laughs> I hate Miami because of their lack of enthusiasm. I almost like yes. the 76ers more than Miami because they live and breathe and die Philadelphia sports. And Miami's like, well, I'll just get there when I get there. It's true. I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't. So I, I hold, I hold heat fans responsible personally. I don't hold it against Marlins or Dolphins fans. But I don't hold – I shouldn't hold Sixers and Phillies fans uh, accountable for also being Eagles fans. So that's, that's on me, and I'll do better. <laughs> you, can't, you can't separate the two, but they're the same people, so I it's understand. It's hard to compartmentalize, yes. If you see the Phillies – the guy put a Phillies hat on for Sunday Night Baseball after he goes to an Eagles game at the link, takes his Eagle gear off, it's hard to you know, take, see the, the sheep with the wolf's clothing come off. I hear you. I understand yeah. that. All right, so they're going to game seven. Um, tomorrow night, the Knicks at the Heat. Miami leads the series 3-2. to two. Whoever wins this series is probably going to get swept by either the 76ers or the Celtics. The Knicks are just not playing very well, and the Heat are good enough to beat them. Jimmy Butler has been playing outstanding, but neither squad seems like they're going to match up well with, with either the 76ers or the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. No, this is full-on. Julius Randle looks like a dud in the playoffs again. This is full-on Butler versus... Jalen Brunson. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. 38 points in 48 minutes. That's a full game. He played a full game for them. They, he, he loves that team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's hard. It's hard. I, I've watched True Holiday <sighs> hoist an NBA trophy, NBA championship trophy. So I get it, man. Not worried about that with Brunson. So I appreciate you. Yeah, that was a nice little trust fall you gave me there. Yeah, it'll be all right. Golden parachute. Golden parachute. It'll be all right. Kyrie will still be there t- next year. Uh, then you did that. <laughs> so I, I predict that Miami closes this game out in game six. It seems like Miami it seems like they're the better team than the Knicks. Sometimes they don't play as well um, on the road, but it seems like it's with Spolstra at the helm, great coaching is going to prevail here. I they're not going to get swept by the, the Celtics or the 70 Seekers when, they, when the Heat eventually advance to the Eastern Conference Finals, but they'll make it com- a little more competitive than it should be. But I just believe in Jimmy Butler and Spolstra down there yeah. in, in Miami. No, I do too. I feel like the, I feel like the Heat could take two games against one of those uh, Sixers or 76ers teams. I feel like the Knicks would get swept, not even gentlemen's sweep. Nothing against Jalen. Jalen can't play 48 minutes per game. I feel like he's going to have a – a tough reckoning with his body when he goes down and plays Butler in Miami and the Knicks. Yeah. We'll leave uh, MSG. It'll be the greatest Knicks season in uh, since 1973 or something like that. So oh, I'm sure. happy for me. So happy for New York. They have this in their back pocket. All right. Let's switch over to the West where the Warriors and the Lakers LA leads three to two. And then the Nuggets lead the, the Suns three to two. They're playing right now as we are recording. The Suns are without CP three and they're out. They are without DeAndre Ayton, and they're going up against a Nuggets team that it feels like it's it's tonight where the the Denver Nuggets go on to the Western Conference Finals and clinch this game. Yeah, it's on the road. This um, is good but, because I mean, when we're wrong tomorrow, when everyone, all the sickos out there, love to point out how wrong we were. Just go ahead. 
I'm I'm claiming the Denver's. We're just we'll just let's give a final score. Let's just make up a score and give a final score. So when they listen yeah. tomorrow locally on the radio, the Denver won by 15, 117, 102. So that was awesome. Good good job, Nuggets. I've got a counter for you. Let's drag this out for a three hour show and let's say till the end. Okay, so uh, we'll just comment on TNT's pregame show. No, I, Shaq looks huge. I'm excited for. Uh, so you saw Shovegate, right? Happened last Sunday or Monday night. Oh uh, yes. Uh, and both this is of back them- in Phoenix. This is back in Phoenix where that happened with the owner, the Phoenix owner. So I like it some- because the Phoenix owner was like, "No, don't suspend uh, Jokic." He did. He like understood that he was being a bit of a pest, and he took a little yes. bit of a dive. I kind of respected the dive. He was like, he was like, "Oh, let's get this guy out of the let's let's get Jokic out of the game. Let's see if I can take a dive here." I'm I'm a part of this team now that I have so much money to buy it. The only thing he could have done better is to add a cherry on top and have said like, "I, I feel like I watched a lot of LeBron tape." You know, yeah, he could have just thrown that dagger. Just <laughs> LeBron just taking strays off something he wasn't what? even. He was like, yeah. He was lucky that the Jokic brothers weren't right there because things could have gotten ugly. Yeah, that was a Suns corner. So, um, yeah, this game is in Phoenix. Um, God, yeah, Joker's got uh, just 35, 13, and 10, 35, 13, and 8. Th- th- they'll just round up 35, 14 rebounds, 10 assists as an average in this series. Pretty nasty. Yeah, there is no, there aren't two consecutive passes where Jokic doesn't touch the ball every time Denver's on offense, which is how it should be because they're smart enough to run the offense completely through him. Yeah, and they're so deep. Jamal Murray looks like he did uh, three years ago in Orlando. Um, yeah, Michael, we talked about this a lot last week. Michael Porter Jr.'s right. Their team is nasty. Um, they've got a, I mean, they got a good bench. They've got guys like old role players like uh, DeAndre Jordan, yeah. you know, helping out. So, tough team to beat let's talk about the more interesting second round matchup here between the warriors and the lakers warriors uh are going to need to win two straight here they are trailing the lakers three to two anthony davis bumped his head oh he got he got, he got a little head bump and had to leave the game draymond green decided that yeah he might get 13 points and 10 rebounds and four assists just put up some put up some not Draymond Green's prime numbers, but a good role player's numbers because he knows his role. He decided that going downhill at a full head of steam and just seeing what the hell would happen works instead of having Clay and Clay Thompson and Steph Stephen Curry just run around him a bunch. He was like, you know what? I'll do some running this time and filled his role and got a and got a win to force game uh six here. Yep. The Warriors need to have their role players not play like a, a doo-doo, so to speak. Like, Jordan Poole needs not to do a heat check three after he makes a layup and hasn't made a three all game. Jordan Jordan Poole is not that good, and he needs needs to know his role a little bit better. He's kind of like their Marcus Smart, I feel like, making dumb shots that he can't make because he sees Clay and Steph make them. Uh, Smart sees Brown and Tatum make them, and they're like, I can do that. I can do that. Right. I, and it's very funny. Like, maybe we're kind of looking back on, uh, or excuse me, maybe just I am, but we're looking back on Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole in the head. Mm. Maybe Jordan Poole deserved that punch in the head. Maybe, he, yeah. Maybe he was like, stop doing these dumb shots in practice because it's going to get in your head and you're going to think you're going to be able to make them in a game. And, you know, Draymond was just coaching early. He's got a lot of gray in his beard now. He does. You got to trust. You got to trust a guy like that. Yeah, you do. He, and he's got what looks like he's not like built. He's not like super jacked, but you know, he's got old man strength, that gray in the beard. Old mm. man strength is coming in. He's stronger than he looks. 
he yeah he's got the most like he'd be a good batman villain he's got a great like angry kind of like that scary smile you know when he was yelling at the sacramento fans yeah he's smiling but he's so angry and he's just like he does have old man strength he's obviously like one of the he's like the hall he's like the most he's like the best pro wrestler type um hall of fame worthy nba player of all time yeah is that fair to say for okay Draymond? i'm there I mean, yeah almost well compare him to dennis rodman because dennis rodman actually was that's, in the wwe he, he dennis rodman fair. wrestled in the wwf during a during a playoff yes. series maybe a championship okay. series okay. we'll we'll see where draymond's maybe draymond does podcasting nba TN, on tnt and pro wrestling he has a, a three shift job each day he's got he's got a bright future when it comes to content creation so well let's let's predict here war warriors and lakers I think we're gonna have. I think we're gonna see the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals against Denver. Oh, you do. So you think Wiggins? Wiggins is banged up too. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a Wiggins AD. I mean, if AD can, uh, if he can have go, yeah. If he doesn't have a concussion, he can uh, tell the truth, as they say, um, and he's going to be okay to play Game Six. Then I feel like the Lakers at home, or sorry, Lakers. Ha- no, sorry, Golden State is the higher. Yes, Lakers at home in Game Six. I like them there, but I f- I feel like Warriors are going to going to win. They're going to force oh, a game seven. They got to win two in a row. Yeah, tricky, three in right? A row, wasn't it? Three in a row. Yeah, it would have um, to it'd be three in a row. So the, also, when the Lakers go big, it just doesn't seem like the Warriors can can match that level of offense or defense that no. takes to stop that offense. Anthony Davis does look like he breaks off his leg every time he falls down, and he falls down 13 times a game. Yeah, okay. I agree with you. I think Lakers, Lakers fire Don't back. Let me sway AD. you. No, 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 I, I think I, I see, I see the light here. Draymond, like Jalen Brunson, cannot repeat what he just did. Uh, Wiggins is hurt; that's an issue, and AD will be fine. It's just, it's not an actual concussion or something like head injury wise. It's going to keep him out. So, yeah, I kind of like Lakers at home too. Lakers, Lakers Nuggets. Did you see where Draymond was saying that like all professional athletes put their life on the line when mm. they go out there because they can get a head injury? They're like, if you go. If you go and play football, basketball on the pitch, it doesn't matter. Golf, you're putting, golf. yeah, exactly. You're putting your life on the line. The, the only comparison I could think that to is like a RAF guy talking to a doctor and being like, "Oh yeah, we're in similar fields." And he's like, "You're in medicine." He's like, "No, but I have people's lives in my hand every single day." No, I see. Uh, when I'm on the golf course, I'm on the fairway, and I hear four. I've I've told uh, many uh, military people who've been deployed that it reminds me of being overseas from the movies oh i I think that i relate (laughs) maybe in florida where you can get your hand bitten off by an alligator then maybe that's maybe that's that's something oh it is worth mentioning i forgot about this um long time (laughs) listener jake coleman who is he did not lose his hand he is in the military he's in the army Mm. he is getting deployed again and you know what he's bringing his old school KHOL black trucker hat. He sent a text to my brother and goes, "Hey, tell Massey I'm bringing this again on another deployment." And he showed. I don't know where where he's going because I don't think Uncle Sam is knows or Uncle Sam's not allowed to tell us where he's going because he's that level of uh, military grade, military rank. Uncle, you mean Uncle Joe Biden? Yeah, Joe Biden's putting himself. Joe Biden doesn't know where he's going. Joe Biden, yeah, ah, doesn't know where he know where he is. <laughs> yeah, I got. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's like, wait, what? Um, oh, yeah. So oh, shout out it. to Jake wherever you are in this world. I hope you're listening and come home yep. safe, brother. You're a longtime listener. When we look at the stats 
and every now and then there's a foreign country that's downloading our <laughs> downloading our podcast. I'm like, there he is. There's a boy Jake checking it, checking in with Teton Sports Talk. So we say hello, Jake, and give him hell. All right, Sharia. Yeah, uh, thanks, thanks, Jake. Uh, yes, uh, we obviously support the troops, and uh, for content, get get a snap of that of that beautiful uh, hat overseas and at KHOL eighty nine one KHOL and at Teton Sports Talk. Yeah, I don't know if he can do that. I think he's our a, influencer. You could be a military influencer. Is that the next I don't, thing? I don't. Maybe I think maybe if you're like in a in a base in in North Carolina, you might be able to take pictures of yourself and post. It, but if you're in, uh, I'm just going to make up a, a spot, the Middle East, Northern Africa, mm. Southern Africa, Popular. Asia. I don't think you can do that. I, I think you're just more like a little bit under the radar. He might jump out of the back of an airplane with his hat on. Underneath his have, helmet. I did have a, yes, I did have a quick uh, quote that's some good, lo- uh, what do they call it? Like you uh, locker room banter or locker room bulletins when you f- f- piss off the Oh, team. you mean uh, billboard material. Yeah. Um, so Steve Kerr a while back, Billboard. I think it was, he was in Bill, yeah, locker room. Yeah, I don't know. Ammunition. Yeah, yeah so I, I feel you. I think the listeners are there too. I'm I'm there. Yeah. Bulletin I'm, board. Yeah, Got it. Bulletin board material. Bulletin board material. Um, so there was there was a quote. I think we mentioned on the show when Steve Kerr had said, uh, I think uh, Michael, Mike, Mike is in Michael Jordan and LeBron are both great. Each gave me three rings. And he was kind of trolling LeBron. Like the Cavs gave me three rings. Oh yeah. Coach, yeah. Michael, Michael let me ride his coattails with the bulls as a player. And then today or yesterday, he said, I give the Lakers credit for the plays that they been able to sell. And LaBubble said back, it's actually never been on any team that I've played with in my 20 years. We have been a flopping team. <sighs> so bulletin board for the Lakers. So yeah, Lakers and six Lakers and six. I like it. All right, let's do the huddle. The huddle is a segment we do every week where we break down. If you're new to the show, we kind of go across the sports land landscape. We have certain categories that we try to fill every single week to give you a good, a good uh, baseline of what's going on out there this week. So the huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something you are stuck on your quote slash question of the week and your goat of the week trainer. What is your good news of the week? You said you had horse racing in your huddle. I do. I'm gonna I'm gonna one up you, and I'm gonna put hockey. In hockey, your huddle, all right. Hockey and horse. Hockey and horses. Talk to me. Uh, the the stars. In case you haven't read the sports page, um, are in the second round of the NHL playoffs. Mm-hmm. Playing the playing the Kraken. Great color uh, scheme of the Kraken, by the way. Yeah, I'm a Stars fan, but I, I, I yeah, whatever you want to say, that's fine. Uh, they're up 2-0 tonight, but. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Um, but actually, I want to spin this, and actually in the Kraken's favor, uh, my better news, I'm glad the Stars are playing well. It's actually funny, LeBub- we had the bubble. You remember how we were talking about the, we might have the same matchups in the, in the, from the bubble in these Western and Eastern mm-hmm. um, finals. In the NBA. The, the Stars went to the 2020 bubble in Canada and lost to the lightning. So we're kind of back to the bubble world with the, with the stars playing well, but in better news, it's really cool to see NHL expansion teams turn things around so quickly because the Kraken are in year two. And now they've taken down the reigning champion Colorado avalanche in round one. They're playing the stars now. And we've seen this before with the golden, with the Vegas golden Knights. Who they, are went, also in the, they went to the finals, yeah. right? Yeah. In like year two or three. And they're also, you know, they've sustained their um, talent level and, and how they played because they're also in the quarterfinals right now too. So I like how hockey has it right. Like the Texans are still garbage. 
they're an expansion team from 2001. So Ish, yeah. you know, it takes a while. It takes a while with NFL at least. And um, it does. I, guess, I mean, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City just they, nailed that draft. They did, but they were also the Sonics. They 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 were a they were a uh, changing changing cities team versus an expansion team. And the, the NHL is smart enough to do this. They're they're able to identify. Um, I'm not going to say good sports towns, but you know, like a, a need or a niche. They're like, we can put a hockey team somewhere and they continued it. They expanded into Seattle. They expanded into Vegas and they're smart enough to say, Hey, these guys can, this expansion team can draft two players from each existing NHL team. If, if I'm, that is a loose, loose, uh, definition we'll of how more, they do things. More research to come. Yeah. And it's and all of a sudden they have NHL teams. Boom. They're good. They don't need anything to, to like a slow burn to, to gain success. All of a sudden the Kraken on the scene, they're selling out their stadium in the, in, in the NHL playoffs in the second round. It's, it's an exciting way to do things. And think about it. If we are in the NBA world, if they want to put a team back in Seattle, um, I think the uh, next team is going to be in Vegas, right? Yeah. So if they can just draft two players off of each team or like out of the starting five, It'd be electric. It'd be it would be must watch TV when they drafted their teams. Yeah, and baseball baseball is kind of in the middle. Like it took the Rays a long time to get relevant and be good, but they've sustained that for like a decade now. They've been like a perennial playoff team. They've gone to the World Series a couple times. So it's just really hard in the NFL. I feel like any other good news? I got I got three good newses here. Uh, Coach O got engaged. Yes, to some woman that looks like Stifler's mom in her prime. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Hey, oh, hey, well, we're going to get we're gonna go down, uh, eat some fried alligator and, uh, go retreat, retreat to the honeymoon suite. Mm. $17 million will get you a long way in Louisiana. I'm just telling you that that was his buyout. Um, that was one of my good news is congratulations, coach. L. you, you still got it. Still got it. Mm-hmm. Um, in less than sporting news, do you see where Robert De Niro, do you see, hear the good news from Robert De Niro's camp? He's playing Bill Belichick in a Patriots biopic. He just had his seventh child at 79 years old. So he, if, if we're talking about still got it, Robert De Niro still, still's got it. Wow. Uh, Hubie Brown is on the Nuggets Suns telecast. He's 89 and he, he looks like he has like two full on cataract eyeballs that are both wonky, but he still just knows how to like be a play-by-play guy for like five hours straight. I don't know how these guys. Yeah. Wow. So his other children are 51, 46. He's got a set of twins at 27. He's got a child at 24, 11, and a newborn. So Robert De Niro just taking all the decades. All right, my second good news of the week, Brett Favre versus Pat McAfee. We we covered this weeks back where Brett Favre was suing Pat McAfee because Pat McAfee said Brett Favre was stealing money from the poor people of Mississippi, which is yet to be seen. That, That lawsuit has not gone to court yet. But Brett Favre's lawyer, some crooked lawyer that said he was going to sue Pat McAfee for everything that he's <laughs> worth and tie up his money in the judicial system and make Pat and bankrupt Pat McAfee. After Pat McAfee apologized on air on his podcast, Brett Favre called him up and said, you know what, let's let bygones be bygones. And instead of talking lawsuits, let's talk football and drop the case. Pat McAfee didn't have to pay a dime. So look at there. Good news. Mending. Mending the bonds of football brotherhood ship over podcast. I, I really like to see that. 
Brett Favre sent him a care package of Levi's jeans and uh, copper fit bracelets. Yeah, he was like, dude, do your knees hurt? Because guess what? I got the thing for you. That's going to be three easy payments of nineteen ninety five. I like your, what did you say? A dirtbag lawyer of Brett Favre's? Attorney? Yeah. Yeah, some I could see him having like a foghorn leghorn type, like now counselor, am I the defendant <laughs> has not been stealing from the school of Southern Mississippi. He's a he's he looks like Matlock in a seersucker suit with a foghorn mm. leghorn accent. I like that a lot. Evil, evil Matlock. Yeah, Matlock was uh, like Atticus Finch, right? He was like the good guy, the good lawyer. Yeah, Andy Griffith, the actor, uh, also from the Andy Griffith show. Uh, gr- uh, kids ask your great grandparents. Yeah, that was that was Nick at night. If for all those, or maybe it was daytime <laughs> television. Uh, it came it came on right before Murder She Wrote and after SVU. Um, okay, <laughs> Trainer, give me your critical number of the week. Uh, uh, my first one is two thousand five hundred eighty three. This is from last week. Uh, this was a recent attendance that the Oakland A's had at their baseball park, the O Coliseum Yikes. in Oakland, and now the. Um, let's see. They've purchased a, the A's franchise. I guess they're, when you, when you say you're going to purchase something, you're not really the Oakland A's anymore. You're just the athletics. So the athletics franchise has purchased a, uh, piece of land in the Tropicana hotel, uh, site in Vegas on the Vegas strip for $1.5 billion. So imminent. Yes, it is imminent. Uh, Massey, my question to you, will Vegas have all four sports by 2025? Yeah, probably expansion NBA team. Um, but there is, there is some question that the Oakland A's, that deal might've been going through, not like be fizzling of some sort. The, the pen has not, uh, reached the paper yet. Ink, 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 quill, ink. Yeah. To sheepskin, John Hancock, Herbie. Oh, Herbie Hancock. Yeah, they, Herbie. The, the Herbie Hancocks have not been exchanged. Ink so hasn't dried. Well, that means it's already been. That sort of means it's already been sold. If the ink doesn't dry, that means it's still mm-hmm. a new deal, right? Like it's still yes. fresh. Yes. So, the ink is so not dry that it's still in the pen. It's like you take your SATs on the bubble screen on the bubble uh, sheet, and it's like you do pencil, and then you're like, oh, damn right, it's A, and you you put freaking ink on it oh i see you just switch it out you're like i'm gonna get a pen for this section (laughs) all right my critical number of the week is seven blank horses in 10 days dead seven dead horses in 10 days at the churchill downs two deaths occurred as a result from race injuries two died uh in a race on the undercard one died in training after sustaining an injury which he could not bounce back from and two other horses collapsed. The trainer, uh, Safi Joseph, has been suspended sure. from Churchill Downs. They died in their stalls after the race. They collapsed. Seven horses is too many dead horses. Am I right? Yes. This reminds me of the set of the show Luck on HBO that failed when the Dustin Hoffman show. Do you remember that? When the horses were being killed for um, the acting horses, they were being killed during uh, filming. No, <laughs> I do not remember this? this, but they oh, canceled yeah. the show. They're like, this is too many dead horses. They did because of that reason. Too many dead horses because of Hollywood. Now it's too many dead horses because of actual sports. Wow. It, it seems like, it seems like they're the one, especially the ones that collapse in their stalls after a race, they must just juice them up and 
yeah. they can't like calm their heart down or or whatever it is. And horses are pretty pretty fragile creatures for how big they are. Except for American Pharaoh, he's just a stud badass that like we he's just a legend. He's the Mount Rushmore of athletes. Yeah. Um dude, fr- friend of the program, American yes. Pharaoh. Um Hillary just got back her horses. My wife has two horses and we just got them back uh from Crowheart where they're spending the winter. That's that's just a fact. They're cool. They're not juice. They're not juicing. They're just healthy. They're just healthy. They spend. All- they're like, uh, yeah. They're just like they do it. They're like it's like Barry Bonds is the juicing horses. Like they're just like doing it the right way. They're like the, those kind of skinny baseball players that you know hit slap singles like Ichiro and steal bases. Yeah, yeah. They do it the right way. And they kind of they kind of get into stuff. You know, I park the car at night and they like stuff. bump into the gate. And they like bump into the gates and they bite. Oh. They bite the fence post and. They're babies. They're teething, right? Yeah, sort of. I mean, I think <laughs> one's a, a teenager, not in human years and horse years. So mm. we're we're trying. We're still working out the kings. Oh, they're good. They're good. They're good ponies. All right, trainer, give me your stuck on. Uh, last week I had this written down. We had joked about the the lions pit, or um, or no, who somebody? Sorry, Gibbs got picked by the lions. Uh, what's his first name? Jahir? Jameer? 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 Alabama's Jameer running Gibbs. back. Alabama's running back after they suspended Jamison Williams for gambling. Whoops. And then we got, we had to skip over this or do we, did we cover the Brad Bohannon story about the B- Bama baseball coach getting in trouble no, and like, what this is, is going my- on in Tuscaloosa mass? Okay. I want to hear from your lawyer. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> I'm, this is my stuck on as well. So we're, we're, we're going to dovetail this, this section together. Ooh. Greg Brine, the athletic Alabama's athletic director, has had a hell of a year. Alabama athletics, the image is taking. He had a athletic direct, not the athletic director, an athletic deputy is what the, how they describe him. Higher athletic up, athletic deputy. That's a position. He's higher up in the athletic department. He holds he holds an office in the athletic department. He got arrested on dom- domestic violence. Yikes. Um, mm. Mac Jones hurt Bill Belichick's feelings. Calvin Ridley, Jamison Williams were suspended for sports betting. Henry Ruggs just got convicted of mm. three to ten three to ten years. He and, gambled with his life. And he lost with somebody else's. It's a tragic situation. And uh Mrs. Harris um got got gunned down by an Alabama player, basketball player was involved. So now Greg Bryan has fired Brad Bo Bohannon after he was texting a buddy who was in a Cincinnati casino to bet that Bama would lose against LSU earlier in the month. They flagged the bet. They said Ooh. something suspicious is going on here. He pulled his starting pitcher. He had a reliever start an hour before the game. He pulled the reliever from the starting position, and they made a sus- substantial bet in this casino, and it was he was texting the guy from his phone, not from a burner phone, from his regular <laughs> phone, and he got busted. At least what we know here is that the system is working. What we don't know is what what is going on in the Ab- Alabama Athletic Department. Well, nobody's nobody's doing the you know when they do the rookie draft like the pro, the uh, veterans NBA the veterans come out and talk to the kids about spending money correctly and being nice to women and all that good stuff like dressing properly or whatever. I feel like they need to have a like burner phone conference where they tell the Alabama uh, personnel and players to have a burner phone so they can like Calvin Ridley get a burner account, Mister Bohannon get a burner account, and then everything will be fine. Calvin Ridley signed up for DraftKings under the name Calvin Ridley and is like his number. It <laughs> That's was like, what I'm wait, what There's are you no burner, doing? Burner <laughs> accounts, burner accounts. And you can, you can bet you get burner accounts. In Alabama, people, 
forget about this, but they almost got the death penalty in football because of Mike Price and Dennis Franchoni and some other characters. Well, no, Dennis oh, Franchoni yeah. just Mike left. Price. Wow. Um, so it is not unlike Alabama to be rife with scandal, but for for last 13, 14, 15 years, all the scandal has at least been either covered up, obviously. All the Georgia fans are going to say covered up, but at least have been – yeah, uh, don't even get me started with Daniel Stelling. I know you're listening. Um, Good. It's it's been it's been not squeaky clean, but Alabama has been looked as a something to strive to be. And now the athletic department is filled with a bunch of cancers, and and they're losing their shiny image. Now they're becoming mm. not just a villain because of their success, a villain because they're villains. We talked about De Niro earlier. This reminds me of the movie Casino. Um, you know, when De Niro at the end, when he's like the last man, spoiler alert, for Casino, uh, he's the last man standing. I feel like this is going to be Saban. He's like the only guy yeah. who gets out squeaky clean and retires and does what he wants. Joe Pesci is the guy who gets beaten to death in Kansas with his brother. And he's the bad guy like Bohannon and all these other guys are getting in trouble. And Saban will come out smelling like roses. Saban can pick a winner. We know that. We definitely know True. that. All right, so let's let's talk about a broader a broader thing because players, athletes in Iowa also were placing bets. They got in trouble. They're going under underneath an investigation. Rumors are having that the FBI is in Iowa City. It seems like they rolled out this gambling, this sports gambling, kind of nationwide. We're seeing states legalize gambling more and more. Each state is looking at the other state, watching all the money come in, and sport online sports gambling is becoming a bigger and bigger thing. But it feels like it's not like the Wild West of NIL where they said, okay, you can gamble. We don't know. We don't have any rules. NIL got rolled out. They said no rules, highest bidder wins. Sports gambling at least is like tracking. They're saying, hey, you were in the Lions. Jameson Williams, you were in the Lions facility when you placed a bet. You cannot do that. Um, Iowa players, you placed bets – um, as an NCAA athlete, you can't do that. And gambling seems to be a little more regulated because they probably because they know how much money is at stake here, and they can't lose how much ground they've already gained. Yeah, totally fair. I missed the Iowa story. Is this basketball players, football players, just the entire athletic department? There, there are. It's a sprinkling over a couple of different sports because we know not that the, Iowa football is not shaving points. They don't score enough points to shave points. <laughs> nice, nice dig there. I like that. They um, stink. Well, well, the Iowa women's basketball team is they're they're elite. I don't know were they betting on that team? Were they betting on uh, Caitlin? No, no one told Caitlin because she was making it rain all tournament. <laughs> they're like, did, could anybody just tell Caitlin to stop hitting thirty foot threes? We're trying well, to. Were they, but were they betting on their own on their own horse? I don't think I don't think no because that's a different thing. You would see immediate swift um, firings and suspensions. Mm-hmm. Only is that's the what, only is the Alabama baseball coach mr bohannon he immediately he immediately got fired it took him about three days to sort out what was going on and they were like absolutely not we cannot have this going on so it is it seems to be people thought they could get away with it and they're coming down so fast and so quick and sorting it out fast enough where if the coaches are not teaching a class for the NCAA athletes because i know professionals they sit in a conference room like every single year and say, yeah. you cannot do this. Right. So professional athletes don't have much excuse. It's more like the NCAA athletes. They need to take an hour every spring and every fall and say, guess what? 
You're going to get busted. Don't do it. Yeah, it's like the NBA, NBA NFL rookie seminars they have that <clears throat> the, the veterans come in and, yeah, talk about like what we were talking about, using money wisely, which incorporates uh, g- gambling without burner accounts and gambling on your <laughs> – I was going to say, if the Iowa basketball players are betting on the unders in the Iowa football games, is that really – a bad thing. I mean, they're just being yeah. What's a bit? Yeah, that's that's actually good advice. That's <laughs> take take that advice. Be like, guys, try to score all you want, but you can't because you're got two clouds and a two yards and a cloud of dust type offense. You're antiquated. You need to get a passer. And like, shut up, man. We're gonna score fifty. Like, no, you're not. The un- did you ever watch? Go ahead. Did you ever watch the the? Did you, did you ever watch the show Hell on Wheels? No, no, no. On AMC. It's about the railroads in the West. The, the guys, the lead character's name is Mr. Bohannon. So I, that's why I, Mr. I just Bohannon. Like, Mr. Bohannon. <laughs> All right, trainer. Give me your quote slash question of the week. Uh, mine is um, last week's. Oh, I got, maybe I got too many here. All right, I'll be quick. Um, last week, he's like a, we were, we were post-draft. So he's like a refined Mahomes. It's hard to compare anybody to Mahomes, but he really does play like him. Do you know what player might be? No, because everyone, everyone is Patrick Mahomes. Zach Wilson, Patrick Mahomes. Sometimes, yes, Massey. Sometimes he is. And an anonymous QB coach in the NFL said this about mock draft time, Massey. Caleb Williams, 2024. Oh, okay. This guy. USC is kind of on a power run right now. Caleb Williams, they got Mm -hmm. LeBron, they got Bronny James, LeBron James Jr. Um, They had Italian. Natalia Bryant. Well, I'm hoping they have a uh, a very uh, intense relationship at USC. Natalia Bryant and Bronny James, because that you've seen the movie Love Love is Basketball, big movie show. Here, yeah, yeah, but. big big pop culture show here. Robert De Niro, Love is Basketball. L- Love and Basketball with Omar Epps. You've never seen it before. I've seen bits movie. and pieces. They're at USC together. They're they're playing women's. They're playing on both uh, men's and women's teams. It's kind of like the story of how their lives play out. Oh wow. Yeah, there's a little correlation. Does here. does the do the uh, the paparazzi is ready for that? They're yes. gonna like they're gonna like walk out of the basketball facility together, and there's gonna it's gonna make front page news. He's gonna hold the door for her, like, hey, hold the door, and she's like, oh yeah, sure, and just being a gentleman, and it's gonna be like, oh. love and basketball. Five point nine million dollar valuation for Bronny's uh, nil deal at USC. By the way. That's less money that. than his than his father made at age eighteen. That's about a hundred. That's about ninety five million dollars less than what LeBron James made when he was eighteen years old. But this is this is honest, real money, Massey. What do you mean, LeBron James got an eight million dollars signing bonus and like a hundred million dollars from Nike? I'm kidding. I thought you meant. Um, no, you're good. I can't <laughs> believe I pulled that stat up from wherever it is. In my brain. If I applied my brain to anything other than useless sports facts. I might actually. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Our little echo chamber. This is important, okay? Well, let me finish. Let me finish my mock draft for you. Okay. Uh, we're we're almost there. It's almost you know May of 2024 or April. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. Number two. You're like this. Drake May number three. Scout says May has quote shades of Justin Herbert in his game. Drake May. All right. This guy's gonna be a bust this year. He's gonna be a bust at Carolina. And then he's going to transfer four. to Alabama. Number four, you're going to like this one. Okay. Mike, Mikey Penix. Penix. Michael Penix, baby. Yeah, number number three quarterback off the board. I'm going to move him up to number four. What about uh, Joe Milton at Tennessee? Fifth, we have 50 weeks left. 
but this is my current mock draft. <laughs> yeah, just just keep just keep writing that down. I am excited about college football this year. I think there's going to be a lot of talent in college football. We're going to see some storylines. Alabama is not the best team in the oh, country. What? They're 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 favored probably to win the West, but LSU. You're looking at Brian Kelly at LSU. Alabama doesn't know who their quarterback is. Georgia doesn't know who their quarterback is. There's there's going to be a little bit of a shakeup. We might see. Oklahoma, but people are looking at Oklahoma like, what are you going to do in your in your second year, Dabo Sweeney's clone? I forget his name. Brenton Venables? What are you mm-hmm. going to do? Uh, so Steve Sarkeesian and Quinn and your, Quinn yours, like, what what's oh, going to happen hey, there? Careful, Austin fan, Austin people, listen. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, like FSU might be good. Tyler Van Dyke at Miami is he going to bounce back after he had a pathetic year down there? Because Mario Cristobal certainly can coach. So let's, I mean, Kentucky just got uh, Devin Leary from NC State transfer into Kentucky. They're going to be a little better. Our boy Brendan Armstrong is now at NC State to take the place of Devin Leary. That's an interesting storyline. A little bit of a trader. Not really want to see him have success since Virginia football is such trash right now. And I say that affectionately from a guy that went to Virginia and hates their football program. It's, it's, it's kind of a it's kind of a Brunson conundrum. Do you really want to see him be have be successful at NC State? Yeah, because I think he I think he put it all out there with Bronco Mendenhall. That's he was fair. That's he fair. was gonna yeah. be an NFL draft pick. Bronco Mendenhall was stupidly loyal to his assistant coaches who couldn't coach defense and stepped down and left Brendan Armstrong with nothing. Left him. I mean, he still had the skill positions, yeah, and wide receiver, but his offensive line was so bad. And then um, I'm. Tony Elliott just didn't do anything with his talent. And it just and when Anthony Poindexter turned down the opportunity to come to Virginia, you knew something was wrong. Anthony Poindexter is now the defensive coordinator of Penn State. He's a Virginia Athletic Hall of Famer. So there's there's a lot to unravel there and and my complex relationship with the Brennan Armstrong transfer to NC State. Do you get the like UVA football emails? No. Right? I got one uh, maybe a month or two ago about us signing a punter. And I was just like, this is exactly what I expect is us <laughs> celebrating punter signings during the off season. So awesome. <laughs> Great. Thanks. Two, four, seven, 24, seven sports for making my day. Um, yeah. I'm now, I was I'm now sadder than I, when I started this day. Yeah. Uh, Fun fact. All right. If memory, memory serves me this time last year in a mock draft, I feel like, What's his name? Dick Van Dyke. Ah, uh, yes, that is a name. <laughs> he was Tyler Van Dyke. Van Dyke? My, yeah, Tyler. Oh, his, his great, okay, his great, all right. Yeah, yeah. His great grandson um, <laughs> was like a. He was like a top five. Uh, yes, he was yeah, top five perennial or not perennial. What's the word? Perspective pick. Yeah. In the draft for this year. So that didn't work out. No, he's he's now in his third year in Miami and should should do well. He shouldn't lose to Middle Tennessee State or whatever he did. Florida last State. Year. He's at Florida State now. Um. No, he's not. He's in Miami. Tyler Van, Van Dyke, Dyke trans- yeah, he transferred, didn't he? No. Oh, keep going. I'm gonna look this up. I, I swear to. If he did, if he did, then the classifieds. I'm a, then I'm an idiot. Um, speaking of college football, our boy Jimbo Fisher down there in Texas A&M. He's the head coach of the Texas A&M Aggies. He had a bit of a zinger. He went on to a, uh, I think it was a radio show. And for those who don't know about Jimbo Fisher, he won a national title with FSU and the ACC and jumped shipped in the middle of the night and took a huge payday to go to Texas A&M in the SEC West and has had very the little last success. BCS, the last BCS 
ATS national championship. That's right. That is. Mm-hmm. So it's been a, it's been a hot second. He has not done much better than five five hundred. He's probably sub five hundred at Texas A and M right now. If, if if can't beat Appalachian State and College Station, no, yeah, not very good. He's not very good, and. And his buyout is so big that Texas A&M is stuck with him for the next decade. But he had this to say about TCU's success this year. He said, they stayed healthy. They had a lot of experience. And they got to where they had to get to. And then when they got to the SEC, it changed, didn't Mm. it? (laughs) So it's like, Jimbo, yeah, are you you projecting a little bit there, brother? Like, we haven't forgot about you down there in in College Station. We, We know who you are. We know where you are. Changed a little bit, didn't it? Jimbo. Yeah, he... He's the he's the Vanderbilt kid that goes to the SEC champion or the national title game and wears an SEC T-shirt, not a Georgia shirt or a Bama shirt, just an SEC conference T-shirt. He tries to start says, the chant SEC. SEC, SEC. <laughs> All right, trainer, give me your goat of the week. So I, I'm going to carry mine over from last week. I had Jackson Mahomes. Um, yes. Okay, I have him mm. down here too. He is in trouble. He's a bad boy. He's a pervert. We always hated him. Glad, glad this is happening because we don't want to see him anymore. You know, we're we're tired of seeing Patrick Mahomes be dragged down by his dumpy brother, who's just like obnoxiously doing social media, being disrespectful to Sean Taylor's kind of like grave on the sidelines. Yeah, memorial. Yeah, memorial. Yeah, memorial number post. He he was it. selling his soul to be an influencer. I there was rumors yeah. that he went into a Kansas City. Uh, restaurant and asked a table for like 22 and when they couldn't accommodate him yes he raised absolute hell and was like listen and the restaurant ended up surviving this he was like i'm gonna shut you down do you know who i am blah 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 I was like, and they came out with a statement that said jacks mahomes came here acted like a complete fool threatened the wait staff said it was going to shut us down but for someone who has so much entitlement for doing absolutely nothing. We hope that everyone realizes that we couldn't accommodate a party of 22 people a Friday night at 7:30. We our, our restaurant seats 40. Like it's just give we're me busy a break. We're a good restaurant. Yeah, like yeah. give me a break, Jackson Mahomes. Like you, you've done nothing besides do TikTok dances. Remember when he did a TikTok dance behind the set at the Super Bowl, and some security guard was like, "Get out of the background," and he was like, "Oh no, like I'm Jackson Mahomes. This is my thing." Like who is sitting on the internet encouraging him to do these things where he's getting positive reinforcement and now he's got booked for uh, sexual assault because he was forcibly kissing a bar manager at a Kansas City nightclub? Sexual ag- aggravated sexual battery, to be precise. Jackson Mahomes, give me a uh, enough about Jackson Mahomes. Enough airtime okay, about I, Jackson Mahomes. Well, who else? I got, got? I got his. We got this. Is his fifth or sixth or eighteenth time uh, on the show as the go to the week, Antonio. Antonio Brown. Oh boy. Um, oh boy. Yeah. He, his players and qu- players and coaches quit on him and his arena football team after he didn't pay their salaries and also locked them out of their hotel rooms for voicing frustration with not being paid and took their hotel keys away, thus locking them out of their hotel rooms. <laughs> so let me unpackage this a little bit. Antonio Brown has a what football team? Arena football team. I guess he's a owner. I don't know if he's like, you know, the silent owner or the, what do you call the head honcho around there? I for, I don't know. I didn't. And so as, as payback for them being yes. like, Hey, where's our money? Mm-hmm. He was like, money, you're out. You you can't sleep in a hotel tonight. That is so childish. And whoever was the business partner that allowed him to buy a team in the AFL, you're, you're fired. I'm firing you right now. Whoever you are that allowed Antonio Brown to be responsible for young men's 
salaries who probably just pocketed and he's down in Mexico right now because he's a sketchy character that owes a lot of people money. Shame on you. That's 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 your bad. Egg on your face. It's probably Kyrie. I, they, probably, they probably they probably sit in sit in uh, and have cocktails together and discuss how the world's against him for no good reason, and they're just sitting there like <laughs> be, trying to play flat, victims in this. The flat world. Yep. Yeah. Um, my go to the week. We're not going to quote him, um, but Huggy Bear, Bob Huggins. Ugh. Can't do that. You <sighs> cannot do that. He was the coach of the Cincinnati Bearcats for a while, for a good long time, from 89 to about 2005. So that's 16 years. He went onto a local Cincinnati radio station and was discussing the rivalry between Cincinnati and their crosstown rival, Xavier, and how they used to uh, throw this word rhymes with Bilbo, as in Bilbo Baggins, onto the floor as they were playing. And he went ahead and... uh, Dropped an F with a hard G, and uh, you can't do that. There's no, there's no excuse. Not this day and age. You can't. We're way past like, oh, I'm too old. I didn't realize the PC world has involved. No, we're well, we're well past the era of using any of the words that Bob Huggins used. And now we're awaiting to see what his penalty is. I think I know that he suspended a couple games. I know this pay is going to get docked, but we're not sure if he still has a job come fall. I mean, they like that word in West Virginia. Uh, I- West Virginia may not care. You know, they, it was honestly, I don't know much about West Virginia. It's a beautiful state with some beautiful people, with some some people who you question a little bit, but uh, you know, salt of the earth people. They they might they might not even know that Bob Huggins said this. That's true. It, it's where my dad's from, so I can make fun of West Virginian. West Virginians. Um, oh, okay, nice. When I first, when I first saw My this, dad's from there, so those guys are backwards <laughs> AF. Are you got to be kidding me? I saw one guy, he had a third eye. The other two didn't work. He just had one out of his forehead. The, the guy that talks funny that walks with a limp, they, they said that was a cold blasting accident, but I, we think it's a little bit of inbreeding. Yeah, methamphetamines. Um, yeah, I feel like when I saw this, my first instinct was I saw the Catholic – F bomb. And I thought he was saying like, yep, efforts. yep, yep, yep. Like yep, in yep. a fun way, like LOL, he's calling them Catholic efforts. Like I kind of, that's kind of funny. Like Notre Dame, I hate them. And then I saw the, you know, the, how short the transcripts, the transcript, three, you three saw characters, yeah. three, three or four characters long with a G and an S. And I was like, Oh, <clears throat> not so huggy anymore. <laughs> huggy bear. Uh, huggy. No, no, you can't do that. Local local radio station is not local anymore. I mean, speaking of which, KHOL is a is a worldwide uh, broadcast. We're broadcasting the world here. We try to keep mm-hmm. it as clean as possible. Yeah, it just yeah, exactly like you said. There's no excuses for this anymore. Can't blame being born in the 30s or 40s or whatever. Nope. Nope. Um, trainer, that is all the time we have for this show. That's okay. And next week we're gonna regroup. We're gonna talk about. The quarterbacks uh, and their new places. We're talking about Stetson Bennett going to the Rams. He got traded from Georgia to the Rams as a 38 year old. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about Hendon Hooker going to the Lions to back up Jared Goff. The Lions, who are playing Kansas City in a primetime game. Lions have primetime games this year, everybody. Ooh. And DTR, where did DTR go? I forgot. Um, DTR went to the Browns to back up the, the ultimate pervert, Deshaun. Mr. Deshaun Watson. So Watson. maybe he's. Starting earlier than if Deshaun has a hot boy summer with the masseuses, uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson, Thomas Robinson might be starting this 
fall for the Browns. Um, it's worth saying the Browns have three uh, conference opponents to lead off this year. The NFL schedule got released today. We can dive in that, yeah. into that a little more this week. I will say this. Pretty excited about my Saints schedule. Might be the easiest schedule in the NFL. Pretty stoked about that. Derek. Well, Derek Carr is going to enjoy that because AFC West is tough. So, you know, playing a playing a cupcake walk might be might be nice for Derek. Yeah. Come on. Let's resurrect. Let's resurrect Derek Carr's career. Come on, guys. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Sports fans, that is all the time we have for you this week. If you missed any of the show, please download our podcast at Teton Sports Talk, wherever you find your podcast, except for Jeff Bezos still hasn't res- responded. So Spotify, <clears throat> Apple, Podcast Catcher, wherever you get your podcast, SoundCloud, please download us, rate, review. All right, guys, that's it, and that's all.